Report, recorded live on the third largest moon in our solar system, Callisto. He ordered enchiladas and he ate them. I had the fruit punch with your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again. Icy Robots. I'm not a hero. I just sacrificed to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week, it's not going to get a bit. It's going to get a bunch better because we just got so much fun stuff ahead of us. We're going to take a look at a movie I saw called Jurassic World. And then we're going to do a big feature on a new thing we like to talk about called Robot News. It's a good show like always. So come on, DJ Bot. Hit it. Give me a second, please. Every week, every single week, I tell you your only job on the show is to kick it when I say kick it, and I tell you what to kick ahead of time. But you are never ready. What's the deal with this? I understand that, but don't get your panties in a bunch. Just please, just kick it, okay? Just please kick it. I will not only kick it, I'm going to get some too. Yo, ISR man, I don't understand this man. Yo, you've got to slow down man, you're losing them. Radio, suckers never play me. This is the Toys R Us report and we'll make you famous. Taking over the earth while still kicking in Uranus. Summer's great, summer's dope, but the one thing that summer lacks that we all need some more of is cool shows. So what I'm doing this year... And this might be an idea you want to copy if you so wish, is I have made a schedule of shows that we have not seen before that we will watch over the summer months as if they are airing new on TV. It's probably not a new idea. I'm sure that other people out there do it, but it is new to us. Usually we struggle, and it's not much of a struggle because there's not a lot of cool shows on the tube, but there is a lot of cool things to do outside if you are the outside kind of dude. And there's always cool movies. Something cool opens up every week that you can go check out so it's not like you're bored but there are days when you are kicking around the house and you need something to do at night so you know you need to turn to the tube and here is here is what i have scheduled for the summer season okie doke so on monday we watch monday night raw not all of it it's not a great show i'm just in the habit of watching wrestling so we watch that and then we go into i zombie we had taped i zombie when it aired and just never got around to watching that so we got like 12 episodes of that. So Monday is wrestling and then I zombie. And then on Tuesday, we turn to a show that I had never seen before. One of the classic all-time shows in people's opinions. And we, you know, sometimes you take these shows and you don't watch them. Wait till they're done so that you have something in reserve. And that is what we have done. And that show is known as Mad Men. I've never seen it. We have started watching it and I'm digging it. I knew that I would dig it. I was just keeping it in reserve for a summer season. So on Tuesdays, we watch Mad Men. Sometimes we watch two, two episodes of Mad Men. And I like to throw in a half-hour sitcom in there just to kind of break it up. So we'll watch one episode of that. And then we go into the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. I'd heard good things about this one, but I don't go to the Netflix when their show's airing on the cable. And, well, we saved this one too. So we go Mad Men, Kimmy Schmidt... 
and then another madman, then bedtime. And then on Wednesday, we watched Daredevil. I had wanted to see this so bad, but I wanted to wait for the summer season when I didn't have anything to fall back on. And I'll tell you what, Daredevil is fantastic. I love this show so much. I am only a few episodes in, but it is really great. So we go uh, Daredevil, and then to top it off, we get another half-hour sitcom. And this time it is on the Yahoo Network. We watched this one on the Roku, and it is called Other Space. It's written by Paul Feig, who did a... He's done a bunch of stuff. Look him up. F-E-I-G. It's called Other Space. It's really fun. It's on Yahoo. Who would be considered the main stars? It has the dude from Mystery Science uh, 3000 or whatever it is. What is that guy's name? I think his name is Joel. Anyway, he plays Zalian, the ship's engineer. And it has the other dude from Mystery Science Theater, but he plays a robot. It's a funny show. It's pretty cool. I would recommend it. It's on Yahoo. The whole thing is up there for instant viewing. If you got a Roku, you know, just get the Yahoo channel. You can watch it. It's pretty fun. So then that's when. Wednesday, and after that, you move on to, uh, Thursday, I suppose. Thursday being the next day, and Thursday is also Mad Men, because, well, we got, we got the entire thing to go through, so we go Mad Men, and then we got another half-hour sitcom, and on Thursdays, it is Arrested Development. For some reason, when it got put back on Netflix, we didn't watch it, we didn't watch it at all, I don't know why, because we loved it originally, I guess, I guess because we had said goodbye, and it was hard to say hello again, but we are saying hello to Arrested Development once again, and we watched that on Thursdays. And on Friday, we moved to the Sony PlayStation Network, where we watch one of their original shows based on a comic, a comic that I followed religiously for years, and this show is called Powers. I don't know if you know about this, Powers is cool. It's about cops who live in the world where there are real-life, honest-to-God superheroes. It's pretty good stuff. It stars the dude from District 9, the dude who played Murdoch on the A-Team movies. I like that guy, even though I do not know his name. And then if we have time for a sitcom, we don't a lot of times because Friday we often go to Toys R Us. But if we do got time, we watch The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret starring David Cross. We've actually only seen one of these. Uh... It seems good so far. I think I like it. I like David Cross, and it's it's funny enough, but it's not one that you would want to rush out for, but, you know, we're usually at Toys R Us, so at any rate, at any rate, that is our summer schedule, and now it's time to move into the next chamber of the show, known as At The Movies. Yo, ISR, they think we're taking shorts, man. Show them Mrs. Cold Medina. Come on, kick it. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? Welcome to Jurassic World. It's like taking a stroll through the woods. 65 million years ago. She was designed to be bigger than the T-Rex. Probably not a good idea. We have families here. They'd have been fine on any other day. It wasn't hard to figure it out, but I kind of thought that Jurassic Park would be a popular movie, so I got there early. I got there early enough that we would be able to find seats, but by the time we were there... 
the ushers and one of the assistant managers had already set up a velvet rope across the whole front of the theater so that people who were coming to the 8 o'clock show could wait over there. It, it was starting to get nuts. Fortunately, we have a super secret pass, so we went right up to the front, got right in, but man, this line was long. This movie, this movie was huge. I guess it did... The biggest opening uh, weekend in history of all the movies, but still. You don't often go to the movies and have the line stretching for well over 100 yards. And that's the people who are coming coming to the next show. Not the show we were at, the next show. So that, that's crazy right there to think about that. People are there. I guess the 8 o'clock show is sort of the main event show. So you might want to get there early, but people were thinking ahead to get there already at the start of the uh, 7 o'clock, 7.15 show that we went to. I was actually working at the movie theater when the original Jurassic Park opened back in the day. And my dudes, that was a bananas movie. That movie was so big. They brought in... In special people from the United Artists headquarters with a snowblower and a whole new strategy of ushing or theater cleaning for those of you not in the business. What dude was going to do is get the thing on your back and you go to the very last row of the theater and blow all the popcorn forward into one giant pile where the ushers would all meet and sweep with not even like the normal broom and into a uh, snow shovel right into the garbage can. That was how big they expected the original Jurassic Park to be. And that is, in fact, how big it was, man. I At points, I was picked to wear the snowblower, which is quite an honor. Quite an honor for an usher. And I got to uh, blow the, the popcorn up to the front. And these mountains were gigantic. I remember one, we got it and we kind of pushed it up to see how tall we could get it. And it was over the height of one of our good buddy ushers at the time. Uh, I believe it was James Stewart. It was so one of these guys, I, it probably wasn't James. I don't think he was there yet. It was somebody else. But anyhow, it was taller than they were. And dude was at least, you know, 4'11 or something. At least 4'11. I wonder who that was. I'm thinking back and I get the timeline all screwed up. I don't even know if James or any of these dudes were there in the Jurassic Park days. At any rate, we are now into the Jurassic World days. And this movie was pretty fun. I definitely had a good time watching it. It's not, it's not heavy stuff or anything, but it is some awesome summertime popcorn movie fun. The basic idea is that Jurassic Park has grown into Jurassic World, just like Disneyland has spawned off Disney World, and just like new rides are what drives the business of amusement parks in our world, new dinosaur attractions is what pushes things forward for them, and at this point, they have ran out of new dinosaurs that they can unveil, so they have to go as far as to try and develop an all-new dinosaur that will be scarier than all the other dinosaurs put together. And, you know, you can see what's going to happen here. Catastrophes, problems, you name it. Everything goes wrong. Everything that you can imagine bad happens. It's totally fun, though. There's some nice homages to the original film. They visit some of the original sets. There's a couple characters. Maybe one. One character from the original movie. It's totally fun. Totally good time. And things move along at a nice pace so you know before before you get bored it's over good stuff I would recommend it if you want a nice summertime flick and you know it's summertime now so that is what we are in the mood for so I give it the ISR 10 thumbs up this is the Toys R Us report yo dork you're probably gonna like this chamber a brief overview on the world of robotics called simply enough robot news 
I did some robot news a couple episodes back. It was mostly Roomba talk, and to keep it real, that is what robot news is mostly gonna be, because I am straight up obsessed with Roombas. But we did some robot talk, and it got a pretty fair response, so I thought, hey man, why not make it a regular feature? We like robots. Everybody likes robots. I think that you could just check it on everybody's box as you go down the list. You like robots? Yes, yes, I do like them. I like them quite a bit. Click, tick, 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 tick. You might have somebody here and there who may have been scarred by a robot. Maybe they lost their job to a robot at the factory having some hard times. And now they, they still hold a grudge against the robots. I can imagine that happening. That would be a painful thing. And if you happen to be that way, maybe you might want to skip ahead. But you might want to just tune in because you can learn a bit about robots. And maybe, maybe you can get past that hurt that is in your heart. Now, one thing we all know is that I love Roombas, and I was out on the garage sale circuit the other day at a, it was like a complex sale. It was a condo complex, and they all have this, they all unify once per year for a community sale, and this is the day of the sale, so I was there checking things out, and it was pretty much clunky. This is sort of a newer kind of complex and I got this theory and you can tell me if you think that this theory holds water this theory is this if you have a new condominium type place and they have a sale you will not find things there because due to the fact that it's new it means that the people have not lived there very long and since they have not lived there very long when they moved from wherever they came from before that is probably when they had a garage sale and sold off all the things they've been holding on for many a year, like they trimmed down to moved into the condo. That makes sense to me. It makes sense. I did not find a lot of fun older things there. There were some new things, some decent things, and one cool thing that I did come up on is a Roomba Dirt Dog. The Roomba Dirt Dog is a Roomba designed for garage and work room use. The Roomba is a great tool, but it's also very delicate. You gotta keep your maintenance up, you gotta keep cleaning it all the time because it breaks. It's not meant to pick up heavy things, and that is where the Roomba a dirt dog comes in. The way that it differs from a normal day-to-day Roomba type vacuum is it doesn't have a vacuum. It is only a sweeper. It has an industrial brush that pushes things right into the rotating brushes, right into the bin without the use of a delicate vacuum type mechanism. It was there at the sale and it only cost a couple dollars for but whatever reason I didn't want to buy it. I said dude you have six or seven Roombas at home so you do not need another one but during the course of the garage sailing I struck out again and again and again so I asked my buddy Bert who was driving us around if he wouldn't mind going back to the condo sale in hopes that the Roomba might still be there. I didn't want to come home empty-handed and luckily enough it was there and I was able to pick it up for a song. It had a charger. Didn't have any of the virtual walls, but the charger is really the essential part because I got a million virtual walls laying all around the house. The virtual wall is a device that is just what it says it is. It is a wall, but not really. What you do is you place it in front of an entrance or someplace that you don't want the Roomba to go into because Maybe it's your workroom area, you don't want to risk it with the bolts. For whatever reason, you don't want the Roomba to go past this point, so you put the virtual wall there and it shoots a beam across that deflects the Roomba. It's pretty neat, but I do have a bunch of them. You gotta have a bunch if you're gonna get into Roomba collecting because they differ from series to series. Some work with some, some don't work with others. So you gotta make sure you have the different kinds around for when you bring home a stray Roomba. It's also the same with chargers. 
they tend to all work together, but there are, uh, there's docks. You can get the later series Roombas dock themselves and power themselves up that way, and the docks differ from model to model. The Roomba Dirt Dog doesn't work with virtual walls or with docks, so it's all irrelevant. This is a very basic type device. It really lacks any of the neat features that the higher-end Roombas have, but it makes up for it in its durability. I charged it up, worked really good, took it out to the command center garage here, ran it around, and it was pretty cool, man. It picked up bolts, it picked up nails, it picked up all sorts of crazy clumps, spider eggs, uh, hand grenade pins, just all kinds of weird stuff, and it did it, and it did it well. It did it very well with no problems. I was super satisfied with the Roomba Dirt Dog. One thing, though, they discontinued this model back in, like, 2002, so I am, in essence, reviewing something that you can't get. I apologize. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Had to have a bit of a snicker. Anyway, I had it, I got it home, I ran it around, and I thought to myself, you know, you don't even really clean the garage in this manner. What you, what I do is, I get the blower, revert back to my United Artist days, and I just blow everything out the front door, out into the street. I don't know, maybe that's not the nicest thing to do, but for the most part, it's just dust. It's sawdust, cat hair, that kind of crud, so I don't really think there is any kind of a problem with it winding up in my front yard, but it might be cooler to Roomba it, but I decided that I was just gonna stick with the tried and true method that I have, and for the first time ever, I put a Roomba up on eBay. I haven't done it before. I'm not the type that likes to sell electronic things. Too fragile. I don't want anything to break in the mail and have to refund somebody. So I tend to stick to more durable things like toys and whatever. But I thought that maybe, maybe I could get a nice penny out of it. So I put it up there and within a day, I sold it for like 195 bucks. So I was happy with that. Somebody else was happy on the other end because who knows, man, maybe they got a Father's Day gift or maybe they got the discontinued Roomba that they have been looking for for all the years. See, anyway, everybody was happy. So let's dig around here. Let's check out a robot toy commercial that I got on VHS tape. You know, I apologize again for not having these ready. It's really, it's, it's rude of me to waste your time. Here it is. Nope, that's not even it. I apologize. Let me see. It might be in this case here. I got a ton of tapes all in cases without labels. Oh, here it is. All right, robot commercial. Take it away. Commando is here to help you. He's your one-man army. No enemy can destroy him. He fights off tanks, hurls missiles one after another. Even a squadron of planes can't stop him. Robot Commando fires his secret weapon. He takes orders from no one except you. Wow! Ideal's Robot Commando is battery-operated to obey your command. Adjust the control, speak into the microphone. Left! Fire! Ideal's Robot Commando is here to help you. Look for your Robot Commando. He's looking for you. It has just been announced right now as we speak that SoftBank of Japan will next year begin marketing a robot that they claim can read your emotions off your face. 
they are right now, as we speak, holding a press conference to discuss the robot, which they have named Pepper. Nice name. Anyway, let's beam on over there and see what's up with that. All right, computer, uh, beam me up. Or down, rather. I guess you know what to do. You're right, I do. Beam in now, sir. Thank you. They are the best team of the world in the internet, software, artificial intelligence expert, also working together. We are not come here, have this achievement. Well, uh, I'm very excited to see the Roberts Pepper. Roberts is going to be as popular as cars. Roberts will be a part of your family. Roberts is going to play very important role in next 30 years. So next 30 years, Robert's business and industry will go right there. This is pretty boring. Computer, please beam me back. Roger that. We just got that transporter technology, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm iffy on it. I do not know if I feel like I am still myself after getting broken up into bits and sent through space. But let's talk about Pepper. I don't think that I like this either. I do not want a robot looking into my face and having the ability to sense fear. Maybe they are like rabid dogs, or maybe they will eventually get the temperament to where they want to destroy us, and by seeing fear in our eyes, they will know when to attack. It's just not a good thing. There are too many... Too many weird options, too many weird directions that this technology could go if it were to run amok. I don't really know what the deal is with Pepper. I guess cost-wise, he's going to cost eh, about 2500 bucks American, but there is not any plans to sell her outside of Japan yet. She's being marketed as sort of a companion, sort of an assistant but from what I understand, her conversational abilities are limited. Mostly she asks you questions, scans your face, and gives you a response based upon that. And her ability to lift, is it a her? I don't even know. Its ability to lift is very limited, so it's not going to be helping you do very much. Mostly, it seems as if Pepper is a high-priced, but also super high-tech and scary toy to give to your children. Another direction they might go with Pepper is into the area of elder care. Like, imagine this. You don't have time to go visit your mom at home, so what you do is you buy her Pepper, and Pepper uses its scan function to see how she feels, and then react accordingly. Try to give her the care and whatnot that you, uh yourself should be giving to your elderly relatives. It's like giving a kid a toy to play with, but in this instance, since the uh, the person who's getting the toy is a bit more advanced than a toddler, you gotta give them a super more advanced toy to play with. I don't know how I feel about this. I hope the day never comes to where my mother is being taken care of by a robot, unless... Unless I've passed away and my brother has also passed away and there is no other option except for the robot. I would want the robot to be there instead of having her be there by herself. But my dudes, the robot is the best option. I understand that in Japan in the past they have tried to use robots as elder companions and it has not worked well. These things tend to not work that well. There are certain things that the tried and true methods tend to work best and I would imagine that when it comes to personal contact, people to people contact, it might be that you want to have some people involved. I don't know. 
Just saying. This is a bit interesting. The company is planning on launching apps. Apps that you can get with Pepper to make her or it do different things. Why do I keep calling Pepper her? I think maybe when I hear Pepper, I think like Pepper Potts in Iron Man and I automatically kind of gender it. At any rate, Pepper is going to come so that you can load various apps on her. The apps are, I would imagine, mostly a money-making thing. I wonder what they do, though. I wonder what sort of apps. Like, can you download an app to give her a more friendly mood? Maybe not so much of a friendly type, but a, a different stern attitude. Can you get her maybe to be a different person? Could you, for example, download a Tommy Lee Jones app and Pepper would react to you as if she were Hollywood superstar Tommy Lee Jones. I don't think so at this point, but you never know in the future you might be able to download, say, uh, Julianne Moore or Robert Downey Jr. Who knows? You can get celebrity endorsing apps where in which you can make Pepper into any number of different Hollywood superstars. Pepper has a hard plastic face, but she does have a screen on her chest, and maybe there is some way that you could download the app of the celebrity that you want, for example, Gil Gerard, and you could have his face appear on the screen and he could speak to you. Just an idea. Just an idea, super soft or whatever your name is. Something you can bat around. All right, let's take another peek at a robot toy commercial I got. This one is on the same tape as the last one, so I'm not going to be digging around. Let me just reach over and push the button. All right, here we go. We'll be back in a sec later. From just beyond your imagination comes Omnibot, the fully programmable robot with a memory. Omnibot, he walks, he talks. Hi, cutie. Amaze your friends. Wow, Intense. Refreshments, Earth-type snacks. Impress your teacher. Impress your girlfriend. Omnibot, there's romance. Take my heart. He's the lean, mean, pop and breakin' music machine. Yes, it's Omnibot, the fully programmable robot, available now in your neighborhood. from Tommy. Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. You won't be sorry for long. You really won't. You will not be sorry for long. You won't even be sorry for a few minutes. And also, while you're at it, hop on over to supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron through Patreon. We got all kinds of incentives, so it really is worth it. I'll give you an autographed picture of uh, Dr. Jones and Ursa if you so want. Just help out the show with as little as a dollar a month. It's You won't even notice it. I swear... You won't even notice it coming out of your PayPal account. If you do, if it's a burden, just stop. But hey, you know, give it a try because, well, honestly, it is the right thing to do to become a patron of the arts. And, let, you know, let's be honest, there is no art higher than the Toys R Us report. Yo, ISR, your man, you got him running scared, man. You've made it this far. It's time. 
the final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us report. It was another stagnant week over at the TRU, but I do got a flea market tale to share with you guys. Now, as you know, I am a bit of a VHS preservationist. What that means is when I find old tapes, I like to keep them safe. It's just something in me that I want to save. Anyway, when you are a preservationist, you cannot turn your back on certain genres. And this is something that happened to me this week at the good old 40 and 8 Veterans Building Flea Market. So we had just gotten to the flea market and I'm walking through and I see an older videotape. I don't remember what it was, but I picked it up to look at it and a dude comes up to me and goes, hey, do you like those? Do you, uh, do you like videotapes? And I said, yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, come here, come here. Let me show you what I got in the back. Now this doesn't happen very much, but I do want things like this to happen all the time. So I'm really excited thinking what this dude have back there. And we go back into the back of his truck and he opens up three or four big boxes full of da-da-da-da 70s adult videos. I'm talking like taboo. I'm talking like behind the green door, John Holmes, Sika, Marilyn Chambers, real honest to gosh, 70s released adult videos. This is a collection the likes of which I have not ever come across in all my days. But I did not know what to do because I do have, I do have a VHS room here up on the command center, but I don't have an adult area. We don't have a dedicated vault like back in the days of Bradley Video, but I did know that these had some historical value as well as some monetary value. The thing is, though, I don't really do adult auctions. I don't sell this kind of stuff over at the Virtual Dirt Mall, but I do know some Facebook forums allow this kind of stuff, and I know that people want this. I know that, look, Let's be honest, if you're going to go and preserve things, there are going to be things you preserve that might not really be seemly or the kind of thing that you're into, but that doesn't mean that they don't deserve to be protected. And these things, due to their age and due to just many factors, did deserve to be preserved. Whether you like it or not, adult videos are a part of our culture and they are a part of our history as a people. And as such, they deserve, they deserve something. They did not deserve deserve to be in the dump and I could tell by the stuff the dude had in his area that when he was done selling this stuff it was all going straight to the dump so I decided at that moment I probably should bring them home with me so I also had another factor in that I was with the family so I kind of I said to dude I'll be back in a second and we went they got some, uh, they got snow cones. That is one of the features of the flea market. It's always hot this time of year, and the 40 and 8 has a world-class snow cone booth. So I hooked him up with some snow cones and reconnoitered back around to the dude's booth, and I was a bit nervous that, you know, he had seen me twice, and he knew I was interested, and due to that, he might jack up the prices, but I decided to start low, and I said, hey, bro, I'll give you 15 bucks for him, and he said, yes, take them. I was really shocked. I thought he was going to ask more. This is a lot of videos. Here's another funny thing that happened. He couldn't give me the boxes. They were in plastic crates and he needed the crates to repack his stuff. So he had to give me plastic garbage bags. So I left the area with four gigantic garbage bags full of 70s adult videos. What's weird about it too is that it did not seem that weird to me. It wasn't even one of the weirdest things I'd done this week. And I've already managed to 
I have already managed to sell a few of them. So things are looking up good. Things are looking up in IC Robot's favor overall. And isn't, isn't ultimately, isn't that what you guys want? You want me to do great. You want me to win and winning I am doing. Oh, so this is funny too. So I'm leaving the flea market with the bags and the next day I'm at the dig and dude, uh, one of the dudes I know there, I talked about him on the dig special. He is the tall fellow with the big reach who doesn't like to mix it up. Anyway, he saw me and he's like, hey man, I saw you. Saw you leaving the flea market yesterday and I, you had a bunch of garbage bags. What did you get? It looked like you scored big you look so happy and I told him 70s porno films John Leslie Peter North that sort of stuff and he's like oh uh that's cool I guess all I could think was, dude, you know it's cool. Don't even try to front. Don't even front like it's not cool. But anyway, it's about time for us to check out of here. But before we go, I want to send a shout out to my friends over at Action Figure Blues Engineer Nerd. All you guys, thanks for retweeting my tweets. I really appreciate that. And, you know, I dig how you guys got a show every week. You know, it's a lot of work. A lot of hard work. And you guys, you guys maintain a pretty good level of quality for the amount of work that you do. So kudos to you. Kudos all around. So with that said, with that said, we're going to get out of here. It's about time. If you don't know, well, first, this is IC Robot signing off Toys R Us Report episode number 140. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, that's right. This jam is rated Cold Medina, man. That's right, Cold Medina. We're in EFFECT, otherwise known as Effect. Know what I'm saying? This has been an IC Robots radio production.